killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nolzili. And I am Danny. And this week is super interesting because we are talking about Did the CIA kill John Lennon? Because you know, we have to bring a conspiracy back because Oh, we have to. <laughs> Nolene is a little bit obsessed. Yes. <laughs> I am. But Every time she sees a video with though. a conspiracy, she forwards it to me and she's like, this week's topic. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but is this not interesting? It's not my favorite and one we've Marilyn done. the Marilyn Monroe one is no, also interesting. the Marilyn Monroe one was epic. I enjoyed that But this one. one's also nice. It is nice, okay. but I prefer the Marilyn Monroe <laughs> one. If you don't know who John Lennon is, I, can, I won't blame you. We him. don't know what to say to you. Ah, I blame them. I do you not him. know the Beatles? What is wrong with you? I do know the Beatles, but if you'd asked me a couple of months ago to name them, I would have looked at you blankly and been like, Paul McCartney, no. John Lennon. What are the other two? What are the other two? The other two don't matter. The two that started the group, we need to know. You see, she doesn't even know. She doesn't, she doesn't know for herself. So why was I know? Okay, but today we are going to look at the story, which begins in England. Okay. As we explore a famous conspiracy that casts doubt over the murder of one of the most famous musicians of all time. Hence John Lennon. Was his death nothing more than a shocking tragedy? Or did the US government have something to do with it? Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? Because we've, we've looked at his murder before. We have. When we did the, the uh, you know that all the artists. Yeah. But I mean, back then we were just we were just thinking this guy killed him because he had agendas. But now it's coming out that the U.S. government—it's a bit fishy over there. Yeah. So we're going to tell you a little bit about John Lennon because give you some context so you know who we're dealing with. Go Google a picture. I think he's really weird. Very weird looking. Like, what is happening with that face? <laughs> what is happening Charles there? Charles Manson can you, can you brush your hair at least? <laughs> Look at this. But this was the time of the hippies. I so we can't blame him. Guys, I can't stand the hippie <laughs> You don't understand how much it gives me anxiety. It was the time of the hippie movement. Everything was free. Why do we need to take care of ourselves? Let's just which live is in dis- love Which is peace. disgusting. I guess so. Who doesn't wash their hair, wash their oh, <laughs> ah, no, mm, no, thank you. Okay, so his name was John Winston Ono Lennon. You know, I'd make so many jokes with that sick, that <laughs> name. Oh no, look, it's Lennon. <laughs> oh my word. Okay, he was born on October 9th, 1940 in Liverpool, England. Um, like we said, he was a member of the Beatles. He was also a very big anti-war activist. Yeah. Okay, and he died on the 8th of December 1980 due to an assassination because he was important enough for it to be called an assassination. Yeah. Okay, so he met Paul McCarthy in 1957. That sounds so long ago. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) they eventually um, formed the band The Beatles. Okay, and according to a website called Britannica, Britannica, okay, they became one of the most... um, important musical groups in the second half of the 20th century. Imagine being 
that important. Yeah. You know, I could, I can, I can name like one Beatles song. <laughs> That's it. What is it? Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't there one called Hey Jude? Yeah. Okay. Let me think if I can name another one. Is there one about a submarine? Little Yellow Submarine. I don't know submarine. all these songs. That's about it. That's yeah. my extent of... I could only sing the Beatle, the, the the yesterday one. That's the only one I like could know the, <laughs> the song if yeah. you played it. But otherwise, clueless. Absolutely clueless. Okay. They were eventually jo- joined with George Harrison and Ringo Starr. Okay. And they became this incredible band who's released 21 studio albums over the course of seven years. That's, that's a lot that's of work. That's three a year. Yeah, that is a lot of work. They were working heavily <laughs> over time there. Especially... Maybe there's only like three songs on an album. I don't know. Maybe. But your three albums. 21 albums is still a lot of work. It's still a lot. Okay. John Lennon was very outspoken throughout the 60s. Now, the the 1960s, if many of you know, was a very um, revolutionary time. There was lots of protests. There was the women's movement. There was the civil rights movement. There was the anti-war movement. There was the the black power movement. There was... Movements upon movements upon movements. Basically, everyone who had something to say was just like, say me it. too, I also <laughs> wanted to have a say in something. Oh, it irritates me so much, but it's fine. Okay. And he was known to attend various political protests and happening. Now, this is becoming, this is important to I, like... He was possibly assassinated want, would by have the wanted him yeah. gone, okay? Um, he even, he was very also very controversial. I mean, he landed the Beatles in very big controversy when he said that they were more popular than Jesus. Okay. And then he was also very big and open about his use of LSD and drugs. Okay. And he even said that um, many of the drugs inspired songs he wrote. Like the song, I am a walrus. That's very weird, but okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, But after Paul McCarthy's exit from the Beatles in 1917, the band broke up. Okay, John Lennon married Yoko Ono. Okay, and they went and went on to pursue his own musical projects and released so, solo albums. Um, but he continued to cause controversy. He just liked to stir the pot. Honestly. This one wasn't his fault, though. Is it? Okay, maybe it was. Okay, <laughs> and this was due to the crimes of Charles Manson. Now we have done a show, show Charles on Charles Manson, but if you don't know, who he is Charles Manson was an American criminal who led the Manson family, which was a cult. Okay, and it was based in California's in the late 1960s, where he basically got the members to commit murders yeah. for him. Okay, and Charles Manson claimed that the Beatles um, album called White was the inspiration for his crime spree. Imagine. But Imagine. he read into it what they were basically Imagine. writing at that time. And Imagine, he was no, like, no, like, listen, imagine you release a song. And yeah. you think, oh, I'm so proud of this song. <laughs> and then next thing, some serial killer comes there and is like, oh, I used your song as inspiration. But or I had your song playing while I was killing this person. They were very politically based in, in, in their thinking and in their music, the Beatles. So yeah. I guess he was like, this is what they're trying to tell us. People, let's do this. Well, Lennon said respo- his re- exact response was, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, he also created more controversy with his songs like Imagine, which was released in 1917 because it was deemed anti-religious and anti-American. Because in the song, there's like lyrics, lyrics like imagine there's no heaven, yeah. things like that. 
Okay. Imagine there's no countries. Mm-hmm. Very weird. He was also known to be an absent father of his first son, Julian. Okay. And he actually, in an interview with Playboy, admitted, and I'll, I'll quote what he said, I used to be cruel to my woman and physically any woman. I was a hitter. That's why I'm always on about peace. You see, it is the most violent people who go for love and peace. That is crazy. No, man. What's happening with like, your thinking thought process <laughs> there? Please explain. Because <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. And despite all those controversies surrounding him, he he continued to make music and art. And it, I mean, it's impacted generations. I mean, as we said today, people know the Beatles. Some people, to be quite honest. Many people don't. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like they're... You, you, you're in a storage room and you like find this record and yeah. you're like, I don't know who this is yeah. type of person. I mean, they were big enough. Yeah. Have you watched the movie yesterday? No. It's so cute. That's why I know that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie, actually. Okay, so what happened to him? Obviously, he was assassinated. Okay, and yeah, shame. He didn't have a happy ending. And on the 8th of December 1980, okay, John Lennon and his wife left their Upper West Side apartment to go to a music studio, okay, and they were stopped by fans and he was giving autographs and waiting in that crowd was a man and he was just kind of just chilling at the back. Chilling, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got the sunglasses on, <laughs> got the trench coat, he's like I'm hiding ready in the to shadows. kill you. <laughs> okay. Um, at around 10.45, they returned home to say goodnight to their son before heading to a late dinner, okay? His wife got out the car and he followed. And at that moment, the same dodgy man emerged from the crowd holding a gun. His name was Mark David Chapman, okay? And he shot John Lennon four times in the back, killing him. And that was the end of John Lennon. Yeah. Um, I wish, he's probably imag- wishing he'd imagined heaven after that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, John Lennon's death traveled very quickly. I mean, many people rushed to the scene of the crime to pay respects. Okay. That's crazy fandom. Is there someone right now that you, like a celebrity, mm-hmm. that if they died, you would rush to their house to like Okay, not me. I don't know who lives in Joburg that I can <laughs> run to quickly. Okay, let's say you had the opportunity, like you had your chat and you could go. Is there any celebrity right now that you would go? Um... I don't have anyone just by the way while she's so. thinking. There's like I don't think no there's anyone person. I care about that much. Yeah. So I'd get on a jet and be like, no, I have to go Fans put flowers. Those days were crazy. Obsessed. But I mean, if you're in New York and you're a huge Beatles fan, I mean, I, honestly, I would have wanted to go see me like, oh, c- crime scene tape and oh, look, 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 look. Me for the crime more yeah. than the person. I didn't go, yeah. oh my word, my florist, I need flowers. He's no, yeah, I'd be there. I'd be like, crazy. oh, look, that's where the body was. Yeah. Look at the chalk lines. Yeah. Look at the blood Taking spatter. photos, I was there. Yeah, you see, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, same thought process. <laughs> okay. Um, and the world basically mourned this death of the musical legend. Okay. Da, um, Chapman pled guilty to second degree murder and was sentenced to 20 years to life. He is still in prison. We Googled. Um, so he's still there. But he's married. He's married to a lady named Gloria. Um, good for you, Gloria. Good for you for sticking with him <laughs> all the way. You know, uh, what would you do if your husband was arrested? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was guilty. It's not like he's innocent. I'd break, break him out. 
I wouldn't break him out. I would. I'm leaving you there. Oh, what on no. earth were you doing? No, I just want to try the the, the breakout. <laughs> see if I can. And then off. get caught. And then now you have. Sorry, a I would prison. not get caught. Okay, definitely not. Exactly. <laughs> okay. He claimed that he had carried out the murder because it's what God wanted. Okay. He had grown up listening to the Beatles, but then had become a born-again Christian, and he began to see them differently. And he especially started to see Lennon differently when Lennon had said the whole thing about the Beatles being more famous than Jesus, okay? Um, Many thought that Chapman suffered from mental illness, okay? And the psychiatrist actually diagnosed him with schizophrenia after his... Um, arrest okay and apparently he also had this whole delusions of being famous and the only way he could become famous was by killing another famous person listen yeah. firstly can i please just clear god's name he doesn't tell people to go and kill yeah. people no matter what you say yeah, about shame. him that's like, not that's not a yeah. thing. okay so there are a few conspiracies around yes. his death but we're going to look at the one because you know we we've got some beef with these people <laughs> <laughs> Already, um, we're going to look at that the CIA was responsible for the assassination of John Lennon. And Mark Chapman was just a puppet. Yeah. Hence the title of the show, if you hadn't figured this out yet. (laughs) Okay. So, according to John Tash, okay, um, who... I don't know who he is, but he, he produced this documentary. And in this documentary, he put forward this theory, okay? And the documentary was called Drugs as Weapons Against Us, the CIA War on Musicians and Activists. Okay, and basically it looks like what it looks at is that the CIA had this covert project called MK Ultra, okay, which was this operation which studied theories of mind control. Yeah. Okay. I believe it. Apparently, it was tested by giving by giving it to unsuspecting and unconsenting pa- uh, participants. Okay, and then you would base they would basically study their behavior. So yeah. kind of just like slip drugs into people's coffee and then see what happens. Yeah. Okay. So the theory was that John Lennon was seen as such a powerful threat to the government's agenda because of his anti-war activism, and I mean, with him having such a big voice as being this huge famous musician people were generally like being oh you know what it's, he's right yeah agreeing with him so basically the theory goes that the cia programmed chapman by the drugs or hypnosis so that he could in- be influenced to then go and murder john john lennon yeah okay um this guy Tash points out that 90% of the files related to MK Ultra were destroyed before any outsiders could see them. Okay, and these do- uh, documents also show a tactic of unconventional warfare against musicians who were inspiring young people to become more politically active. What they would do is they would introduce the musicians to narcotics by drugging them. Okay, this would then upend, uh, well, discredit them okay um from more respectable society and then also sedated them emotionally and physically and their followers would then be inspired to also use the same drugs okay and then kind of you couldn't then like plan or talk about anti-war movement because people would be like well they're on drugs no one's going to take them seriously or things like that exactly and i mean 
there was heavy drug usage in in the 1960s. Okay, another author named A. E. Hotchner, okay, also talks about this theory in his book called "Blown Away: The Rolling Stones in the Death of the 60s." Okay, he writes that in January 1965, MK Ultra assistant director Robert Lashbrook came to London and instructed all the agents to di- to try distribute acid to as many musicians as they could. That's crazy. No, that's crazy, okay? Yeah. Hotchner also points out that many musicians actually didn't even give consent to this. For example, John Lennon, apparently, his first um, dose of it was put in his coffee and he didn't know about it. Okay? And another musician, uh, well, I don't know who this is, Mike Jagger was Mick given... Jagger. Mick Jagger. You don't know Mick no. Jagger. Okay, no, we know. shall have a conversation oh, after oh, this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, he was given his first um, bunch of narcotics by David Schneiderman. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Okay, and who was accused of being an undercover agent for the FBI and MI5. So basically, they were just drugging musicians to make sure they didn't speak out against the government. Yeah. Okay. But who comes up with that idea? So we're all sitting at the CIA. We're but like, think about it. But think about it. Like in those days, musicians did have a very powerful voice. Especially, we s- I studied musicians in history last year in the 1960s, and musicians actually had such an important role in all the revolutionary activity that was happening in the 1960s. Like, like you were. There was such high, like this is what you can say, this yeah. is what you can do, controlling what was said and done. So I'm not surprised that they were then But with the drugging them. and flower power movement, they were already on drugs, all these people, so... Or were they only on drugs because it started with this? Might have. Mm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but yet now we have the question, how on earth is Chapman and the CIA linked? Linked, okay, because, yeah. I mean, they seem pretty unrelated. Okay, and... Um, this man named Fenton Bressler points out in his book, Who Killed John Lennon, that in an interview with Lieutenant Arthur O'Connor, the NYC police officer okay, who, who worked um, on Lennon's case, he questioned Chapman the night of the murder. Okay, And he told Fenton that Ch- Chapman almost looked like he had been programmed. Okay, He looked like, that's how he looked and talked. Like yeah. he, he had straightforward answers, like he was just like, Yes, no, you know, and people like are not there and it's kind of like a robot talking back to you. Okay, and apparently a second police officer used the same, like similar language as in describing Chapman, like he was just not there. Like everything, it was just like straightforward. He's sitting with a blank face type of thing. Okay. Um, There were also some very strange things happening with Chapman. Okay. With Chapman, when when Chapman was 19 years old, he participated in the YMCA exchange program, which took him abroad. Okay. And he applied to stay in Russia and was then actually located in in Beirut. But think about this, right? He was a born again Christian. Yeah. Meaning he would have been extremely anti-communist. So why would he have applied to go and stay in in Russia? Russia? Which was communist at the time. Like, I mean... That would have been my my last choice to yeah. go, okay? It also fends into a second conspiracy that the YMCA was a large front funded and controlled by the CIA. I mean, think about it. It's a perfect like government agency. They have organization and unassuming offices in over 90 countries of the world. Mm. Think about how much you could do with that. Yeah. 
okay? Chapman was also highly involved in YMCA throughout his life. I know he worked at one of the, their refugee things and he often stayed in their hotels and stuff like that, okay? So the theory goes that the YMCA had recruited... Um, he had joined the YMCA who, and then he was recruited by the CIA and put on hold until they had the target in mind that they needed assassinated. So he was kind of like just waiting. Yeah. Okay. Ticking time bomb. Finally, Fenton also points out that prior to his arrival in New York City to assassinate Lennon, Chapman spent three missing days in Chicago where nobody knows where he was mm. and nobody knows what he was doing. Okay. Now, many th- like call this theory crazy and people are like, no man this is just pulling at string but i want to just point out how many times have we looked at cases where the cia's got it involved yeah i think there's two things that tell me this man was programmed in what he said in the beginning the first thing is the fact that it was religious yeah they could have easily turned it against him what would god want you to do and all of this stuff and their programming and the second thing he said was that he wanted to become more famous where do you get a crazy idea like that from? Yeah. In order to be famous, I mean, kill a famous person. Here's I mean, the no, famous but person. But I mean, if he did actually have schizophrenia, in my honest opinion, if this whole CIA thing is true, yeah. I'm telling you that diagnosis is not, is not, it's not, it, it's faked. Yeah. It's been like, don't listen to him. He's got schizophrenia yeah. type of thing. I don't know. I feel like, well, we'll get to, well, it was like a well-known fact that John Lennon was being monitored by the CIA and FBI. They weren't, they weren't quiet about that. They yeah. were monitoring his actions. They were monitoring his behavior because he was speaking out against them. Yeah. Okay, he, he was and yet very, a massive following. I mean, the 1960s, we are at the height of tension with the Cold War and, he, and we've got the Vietnam War going and we've got wars and everything going on. And now you, you're speaking against any war. We're speaking about disarmament. We want to get rid of the nuclear weapons. The government is going to be like, what are you saying? What, what are you doing? And especially when he did the bed piece thing with Yoko Ono where they stayed in bed. The press was there. Oh, I saw that. Of people were downstairs. People were watching all over. He had influence. He had influence, okay? And I mean, when you start talking about, you know, think about it. The world has just come through two wars. Yeah. Okay? And you now saying, no, we need to have peace and love and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? He's making He's right. sense. Let's just, let's He's join him. Especially pro- most probably probably lost family members or friends in the previous wars. I mean, the 1960s was also time there were lots of students going to school. Lots of people were questioning, why why do we just go to war for the government? Like, why... what is the point? Yeah. How does this affect us? They get to sit in their offices and just tell us what to do, but we're risking our lives on the line. People were angry. People yeah. didn't want to fight. That's why these movements broke out, not even in just America. It broke out in like England as well. Yeah. I mean, they wanted no more nuclear weapons, things like that. So when he's now this huge influencer speaking about this, I can imagine the government being like, Sorry, sir. <laughs> America, what? the fighter, because America likes fighting. Oh, they like to they stick their fingers everywhere. in the pie. They were planning their next war. Like what? what they love to get involved <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it's a, pr- it's, it's, um, it's honestly a miracle that they waited so long to get into World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know. But anyway, okay. They even th- had threatened to deport him. Okay, because the U.S. government was suspicious of his anti-war agenda. Okay. And they even 
they especially after he apparently had a meeting with the Black Panther Party in 1971. So the Black Panther Party was part of the Black Power Movement, but they were incredibly violent. Yeah. So I mean, already, and they were the government was not happy with them. So now yeah. imagine now you you meeting with these people. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. He was also very a threat to the stability of the nation. Okay. Because he was trying to mobilize people against the Nixon administration. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of Nixon, but I not can understand all. why they were then worried. Okay. Then according to hist- historian John... Um, Wiener. Thank you. Um, he also, um, he's now this man, John, he spent 14 years trying to obtain Lenin's files from the FBI under the Freedom of Information Act, okay? And in Lenin's file, it included a wanted poster, okay, that was distributed to police officers around the country. And the FBI told the police, if you have any opportunity to arrest this man, you just do it and you say narcotics yeah. charges because then we can deport him. Yeah. So they were literally trying everything to get this man out of <laughs> the country. They were like, no, we, he cannot be here. Okay. Um, it also included a note from Senator St- um, Storm Thurman, okay, mentioning that they were going to cancel his visa. Okay. But he actually was able to avoid deportation with because he had very powerful lawyers yeah. and eventually then got his citizenship. So then now was them killing him their new way they of silencing resort. him yeah. because they couldn't get him out the country now yeah. that he had citizenship. Okay. So this is the question. Was Mark Chapman the puppet from the CIA that or was he just mentally ill? I think he was definitely a I puppet. Feel like there's, there's too more, much of a I connection. I feel like, you know what, especially with these huge political figures, yeah. like, look at the things we've looked at so far. Um, Diana, uh, J- JFK, yeah. this, even Abraham Lincoln, um, other people who've been assassinated. I always feel like we have never been told the full story. Yeah. I feel like there is so much that if I had to get my hands on those FBI documents, I feel like... I don't even think it would be in the FBI documents. But the CIA was smart because they knew with such a huge person, nobody would have accepted we don't know who killed him. The person got away. Yeah. They needed a name. They, they needed, needed a, a face. Yeah, they needed a scapegoat. That's who they chose. And, oh, no, he was schizophrenic. Yeah. That's an easy thing to say. Yeah. Oh, and he was, he remember, he converted to Christianity. I mean, it was, it was, so the, the, same, it was the same thing. Because in our episode about JFK, we did say we believe the CIA killed JFK yeah. as well. Again, they had a man. They had a face. Yeah. They arrested him. And next thing, he was shot on live TV. Yeah. Who gets shot on live TV? Please explain. In front of everyone. When you have gods and everything and you, you, you are shot by some other random person. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So the same thing. I mean, now he still obviously is in jail. Um, was this before Kennedy? No, it's after Kennedy. Maybe they realized if they had killed Chapman as well, it would have looked, it would a have bit looked very suspicious. Suspicious, yeah. suspicious. But I think that's why they would have been like, no, he's got schizophrenia because then no one's going to take the him seriously. Yeah. Because obviously they're going to believe he's delusional and seeing aliens and all that jazz. I mean, <laughs> so... I don't know. There's it's a kind of a thing of like... Mm. I think they chose the perfect person. They profiled him. They were like, he has the most motive. Mm. Let's use him. And I also think like... He just don't wake up one morning and be like, I'm going to kill John Lennon. Yeah. Like, what? Imagine me waking up going, I'm going to I'm gonna kill... I don't know. 
all the celebrity names have gone out my head right and now. And then you fly to where the person stays. No, you that's stand outside thing. the house. Exactly. You wait outside the house. Think exactly. When they come back, then you should. He wasn't even a New York citizen. You know what he I mean? flew to New York to do this. I this mean, is just crazy. It's, it's like, what? And how do you hate someone so much <laughs> that you, you've never met them? You don't know them personally. Yeah. How do you hate them so much that you're going to be... I need to go shoot him. Yeah. I'm planning. This is my flight ticket. This is what it's I'm just, going to eat my hotel room. It's, it's, it's just like, a lot. What were his motives? Yeah. It's just like his motives are just, oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't see this as a thing. There's different. You know what? The CIA just likes to do things. Yeah. When they're upset, they just like, shoot this one. Yeah. Cut up this one. Yeah. Shoot this one. No. And I feel like America, especially with how powerful America is, I mean, they don't want people exposing them and stuff. So I feel like there's a lot of people who have been assassinated by or the CIA. By the, the CIA, CIA are serial killers. It's a serial killer organization. That's what. That's what's going on in there. I feel like I feel like there's a whole branch of the CIA which is just like kill that person, kill, kill this that person. <laughs> like imagine, like it's, it's crazy actually. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think there's probably something more to the story. But you know what also was like, why did it take that man 14 years t- t- for him to get files? Yeah. I mean, that's... Oh, I would have lost patience. I'd have given up on it. 14 <laughs> years. I mean, surely it shouldn't have been that difficult to just be like, yo, I want to see the files. There was the act which said he... Freedom of Libera- Liberation Act was means he could request them. So yeah. why did it take 14 years? There was a lot of hiding and burning and covering up and all of that stuff happening. But here's the other question. Do you think it was like the CIA or did you think like uh, if Nixon was that president at the time, do you think like Nixon was like, shoot this man? Or do you think it was the CIA purposefully? Do you think the CIA works more than by themselves in whoever's in government? No, I think they all work together. It's one agenda. I mean, if I'm planning to go to war... I'm going to use my right wing, which is a CIA, then, to take out anyone who is I trying to I suppose that me. is true that then why they would kill Kennedy because he wasn't working with them. Yeah. He mm. was just like the president. CIA, would never... you like to um, phone us? <laughs> Don't phone me, please. Phone her. <laughs> phone Danielle. Give us some, uh, <laughs> some explanations because I would love to. No, I really wouldn't. Cause if, <laughs> if I ever got a phone call from the CIA, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I don't, I'd, I'd run away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely do think there is something there. Yeah. But this has been another week of Decoding the Crime versus Nazili and Danny. Till next week, no mourners, no funerals. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM. Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM. Active FM Radio has never been better.